0: that you try to build like this is not the draft that you you trade like a couple first round picks to what get Lamelo who i mean he's kind of i feel like hit or miss because that jumper shaky he's a good point guard but i mean if he can't shoot like if he's gonna shoot like his brother then i don't know if i'm trading up for that next year though when like jalen green and uh Kamanga and all those guys come out. That's the draft that I would want to be, like, tra- trading up for. Yeah, that draft probably is going to be much
1: deeper than um this one. It's, like, a couple of big names. Like, they even talk about with Golden State. If they keep their draft, they might draft somebody from uh, Israel. So, it's, like, it's not – Which would be really-
0: smart. I mean, why, why try to force it? Because, what, take the best player available, quote, unquote. Like, if LaMelo's there, just take him because – He's the top on the board. Like, I don't think so, because the guy from Israel is pretty – I think he's pretty good. He reminds me of Danilo a little bit. That just shows how deep it is, though. Like,
1: typically, if it consider it like a deep drive, you got, oh, yeah, it's 12, 15 people coming from college. That's not the case this year. It's a couple of big names. And, obviously, there's nobody big enough where it's like a Golden State and Minnesota is considered trading the pick. because They're like, ah, uh, it, it don't phase us.
0: I mean, Golden State makes sense for them to trade the pick, but Minnesota doesn't really make sense because they're talking about trading it for somebody to help them compete. And I just don't see them ever competing with this squad. <laughs> you
1: don't even know what they could get. That first pick?
0: You think they could they could trade that for Bradley Beal? No. They would have to trade way more than that. They can't get any superstar. Not, you're not going to get Devin Booker for that.
1: Now, that would be interesting because I know they're trying to make that happen, have all the, the friends together.
0: Um, yeah, have a nice little Friendsgiving or something in the league every year. But it'll never amount to wins, I don't think. I don't think anyhow with how book played in the uh, bubble,
1: I can't see them tra- You have to, you have to pay them, and reincarnate Michael Jordan. Like it was, they actually look like they want to come up before Timberwolves would.
0: Yeah, like I, Phoenix getting into the playoffs before the T wills would, my opinion. They got towns. They got D'Lo, but. I mean, it kind of stops there. I think they should get Anthony Edwards, um, put him at the two. Don't need Um, to make it so hard. It's, like, not that complicated. You have the point guard. Why why take LaMelo when that'll just complicate things even more. It's, like, do we want D'Lo to run point or do we want him to be off guard because LaMelo can't play off guard. If you can't shoot, you can't play off guard. It's it's that simple. So maybe
1: even work on his jump shot, hopefully. Uh. <laughs> yo, what's up? What's up? We are back for another episode of the Bench Mob Podcast. It's your host, Antonio Smith is still not worried with my boy
0: Miles. How you living, man? I'm feeling good. It's a nice day out. Next week is supposed to be nice weather. So it's a good time to be alive. Hopefully the election results come in a little, you know, sooner than later. I'm just knocking on wood right now, but we'll see what happens.
1: This is definitely um, different. I mean, 2020 in general is different, but it's like it's going on three days now. I'm at work checking it. No, really no updates. And they talking about they might have to recount some states so might, mm-hmm. we might find out next week at this at this rate. But one thing we do know is definitely happening tonight. We got the Packers uh, going against the 49ers. We're gonna break down all of the games coming up for this week nine uh, of NFL football right here, breaking down the games, talk about who we think's gonna win, spreads, all of those things right there. But Green Bay got smacked last week. Vikings ran all over them. They get to go against the 49ers. Uh, they actually are favorites with a negative six on the spread. What's your uh, takeaways? Will you got one in this one?
0: I don't think it's that hard. This game, uh, the 49ers are missing basically half their team, whether they got hurt or COVID. It's just it's not looking good for them this year. They they're not going to be in the Super Bowl again. That's for sure. But I think the easiest choice this week in in the NFL is this game. Like Packers minus seven, minus ten. You could give it like minus fourteen. I don't it's not gonna be close. Like Aaron Rodgers is gonna tear this defense to shreds. We got Nick Mullins starting for the 49ers, and it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be tough. He doesn't have Debo, he doesn't have Ayuk. He doesn't have Kittle, which probably is the biggest loss, not to mention their running back room is is a ghost town. All the running backs are on IR. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I don't know if he should say a prayer before this game, but I definitely would.
1: Uh, like you said, 49ers are slew with injuries. I think we're both on the same page. We go to the next game. I got Green Bay winning that. Um they're gonna cover the night, the negative, negative six, they'll win by a touchdown. At least, at least Aaron Rodgers is a bounce back, even if they don't have any running backs, um, which is kind of a game with Aaron Jones. I don't think they'll have a problem with this game. Second game, we got the Panthers at three and five in Kansas City, who I know you still have a couple of scars after last week. Uh, seven and one, they're half favorites um, on a two-game winning streak for the Chiefs, winning by twenty-six plus points. Their last two games, who you got winning this game? I, I, I think this is an e- even easier game than the game we just mentioned.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I would pick the Chiefs. You know, straight up, I think they're gonna win. Like, there's no debate. But with the spread, maybe I would take the Panthers just because McCaffrey's coming back this week. They're getting some weapons back healthy. Now they can have their team fully healthy on offense and and see what happens because they said McCaffrey looks good in practice. So, I mean, he's he was the best running back in the NFL last year, arguably the best player in the NFL last year. So that's a, a plus. But going against Mahomes and that offense is going to be – it's going to be a long day, you know – going to need the ox- oxygen tanks, honestly, to, to keep up with them. Sammy Watkins is back for them, and Mitchell Schwartz. So it's going to be another
1: another long day. Um, with that being that they, you know, Mahomes got even more weapons back now. I think they cover the spread. I don't think McCaffrey's going to be able to uh, really make an impact as he wants. He'll probably get some a lot of catches out the backfield, but he's not going to be able to run because they're going to be down. They're going to be down pretty much, I think, the whole game from the rip. Unless Kansas City gets off to one of their slow stars. But even then, second half, they'll go score 40 points. So <laughs> they like a basketball team. Um, yeah. Next game, we got Seattle. I think this might be considered the game of the week. Seattle at Buffalo, six and one, Seattle, Buffalo six and two. Uh, they had that hot start four and zero. Everybody's like, "Oh, Buffalo's gonna run away with the AFC East, and they're so great and everything." But they've been two and two over their last four games, um, losing against some like actual playoff teams. Seattle's favored at negative three. How you see this game panning out?
0: I don't think this game's gonna be close. The Bills' defense isn't that good. Seahawks' offense is it's running on all cylinders. DK's doing his best Megatron impression. Russ is going for MVP. Like it, it's not going to be that close. Like Josh Allen looks like the Josh Allen that we've seen the last two years. Again, I mean, Seahawks defense isn't that good either, but I still believe that they can, they can beat them pretty easily. I don't, I don't know about game of the week though, (laughs) because Josh Allen, he, He's prone to throw some picks. He better. I'll, say my, I'll say my pick of the week a little later on when we get to it.
1: He plays better at home. Uh, Seattle's defense ain't nothing to sneeze at either. Jamal Adams should be back. Um, I think it's going to be a win for Seattle, obviously. I think they cover that spread. Um, stat to throw out there, Russell Wilson is going to have another big game. Buffalo allows 97.7 pass rate in the quarterbacks and 7.3 yards per pass which is a great recipe for Russell Wilson to get busy yeah. I think because Seattle's defense is sus themselves even with Jamal Adams being back when he was there they were still giving up 400 yards a game I think Josh Allen be able to get back into a rhythm him and Stefan Diggs um, put some points up on the board so I think it will be a good game um, but Seattle's going to pull it out next game Bears, 5-3 and three at Tennessee, who's 5-2. and two. Uh, Tennessee is favored here, uh, negative six. Um, Chicago, regarding the spread of Chicago, has not lost a game more than a field goal um, twice this year. So I think Titans going to win the game, but I think the Bears will – I don't think you take the Titans on the spread with this one.
0: No. Yeah, I agree. Like, Titans are going to probably win this game. They need to. They're on a little skid right now. But, yeah, like you said, the Bears haven't – most of their games are close. Like, they they play pretty close matchups, and that's mainly because they still have a a very good defense. It's not because Nick Foles. He's he's a backup starting for an NFL team because their starter is probably one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. So – but – yeah, I think the Bears will cover that minus six.
1: I think um, being at Tennessee's defense, pass defense is in the bottom half mm-hmm. of the I think Nick Foles probably get, get a nice little game. He'll get off. Um, I choose Tennessee. And like I said, I think I said it wrong, but Chicago's lost by more than a field goal only twice this year. So I wouldn't take the spread on that one. Next one uh Ravens at five and two Colts at five and two I don't know if many people predicted the Colts to be five and two I still don't believe in Philip Rivers honestly at the end of the day Baltimore is the favorite here by two and a half um who you got winning this game takes aways uh Ravens covering their spread
0: yeah I think the Ravens cover this but it's gonna be tough because the Colts really do have a a very good defense that's kind of one of the main reasons they are five and two because it's not Phillip Rivers. He's not, you know, lighting the league on fire, but that defense is shutting teams down. But I mean, I I would like to see Lamar get right in this game because they've, they're coming off that Steelers game that they had a chance to win and they kind of blew. So maybe they take their anger out on the Colts and make this a blowout because i definitely need it i have lamar in fantasy and i need him to you know pick it up a little bit but hopefully hopefully he, he wakes up it's, it's time it's, it's the middle of the season we're in week eight or nine halfway through the season it's time to you know make some changes
1: week nine uh ravens haven't lost consecutive games since last september um, I'm actually choosing Indianapolis to pull this game out just because of their defense. Um, a huge, huge loss for Baltimore. Left tackle Ronnie Stanley, he's out. So that's a huge, he just got the big contract, all pro, left tackle not being there for Mar Jackson against this defense. I think they make it a messy game. Um, cause Lamar to get some turnovers. I apologize, you know, hopefully not for your fantasy team, but I think we're going to have a couple more turnovers this game. Um, And the Colts on the two-game winning streak themselves with their linebacker, Darius Leonard, coming back. So I'm choosing the Colts to win this game. Um, Staying staying in that division of of the Colts, you got probably one of the more boring games this week. Texans and Jags, both are one and six. Um, There's no Gartner Minshew this week, and Houston is favored by a touchdown. Do we even care
0: who wins this game? I don't, but I do care which team wins because I need teams to, you know, pull away from the Jets a little bit. We, we're 0-8. We might have to go 0-16 to get the number one pick. These two teams are right behind us for that number one pick. So if they could split the win, I would I would take that easily. But since someone has to win, I'm going to take the Jaguars. I I like them as a sleeper pick this week. I think they got the the new quarterback, Jake Luton, coming in for Minshew. They said they're going to open up the, the offense a little bit for him. They said he has a strong arm, so we'll see. Against this Texans defense, they don't really have much to play for. They don't even have their first-round pick to play for next year. So I, I don't see the Texans making much noise. Like you said, it's one of the worst games of the week. Hopefully they don't have it on TV in Houston, or Jacksonville, or the U.S. Maybe Canada can show it because I don't I don't know if these games are worth watching. But
1: I think they'll probably show it in Puerto Rico. Get them some because <laughs> I know you know over the last couple of years the NFL has gone out of the
0: country to have some games. This could be their out of the country game. Right? You feel it me? could be. I mean, with the Espanol, it could be a little fun to watch. I might. I might change the, the settings on my TV and, and see if I could get that.
1: That'll probably be the best way to watch this game. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Texas winning it. Um, I just threw it out there. I think Deshaun Watson will have a good game. They're not even playing. For them, it don't even matter. They don't even have a first-round pick next year. So, But it jets. Hopefully the Jags win. But I think the Texans will pull it out with Noah Gardner Minshew. Uh, next game. Another one that isn't so, uh, whoo, exciting. Broncos, three and four, Falcons, two and six. Falcons are favored. They're the home team at three and a half. I see the Falcons pulling this game out. Matt Ryan and them, I think they'll be able to get off.
0: Um, how you see this one panning out? I mean, I would like to pick the Falcons, but, you know, picking them this year has been tough because if you pick them in the first half you're it's a it's a lock almost but Second if you pick half. them for the whole game they've they've had a tendency to blow blow some of these leads and it's kind of is this is not a good game for them this is this could be a trap game they they're trying to make a run at the playoffs i don't i don't see it 2 and 6 they'd have to win every game here on out to even be considered for the playoffs even though they opened up the the playoffs they expanded it a little bit so maybe they see that as an opportunity to get in but the Broncos they're riding high they they had that comeback win last week Drew Locke looked good this Falcons defense has been playing better but you know we know how how they are in in holding leads they're not they've been blowing <laughs> leads since 2017 I think so I'm. I'm gonna take the Broncos with the spread on this one. Next one we got Detroit and the Vikings.
1: Matt Stafford and Jared Davis are on the uh, reserve COVID-19 list. I think that's gonna be tough. If if you know Stafford isn't playing, I'm choosing the Vikings in this. The Vikings, you know, they're at home, two and five. They're coming off that big game. I can see Dalvin Cook going off again for 150 yards rushing, 50 yards receiving, two, three touchdowns. I I wouldn't tune into this game personally.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a a tough Sunday with some of these games. They're They're not the most interesting. This is probably a down week in the NFL, and it stinks because this is really the only sport we have to look forward to every week. For the next month or so. So, like you said, I, I'm taking the Vikings. Without Matt Stafford, I really don't think Chase Daniels really been that type of guy to, you know, lead teams to victory. Although we've seen crazier things happen. But, you know, Kirk Cousins is healthy. Dalvin Cook had a huge game last week. So honestly, I think the Vikings will just ride Dalvin Cook for the rest of the way. And if he takes them to the playoffs, cool but they the future is not bright over there this is the last year Kirk's deal they're going to be looking for a quarterback next year I wouldn't bring Kirk back but that's just me I'm not hired for these positions yeah I'll pass on him <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's straight y'all don't gotta sign me back I got that bag yeah
0: that was the worst contract they guaranteed the whole thing there was no way of getting out of it because the whole contract he got guaranteed money yeah. right up front and hey he hasn't performed to the level of that contract so but this week it doesn't yeah. matter I think he'll get a, a break and they'll win shout out to his agent get him that bag so yeah I need I need his help <laughs>
1: facts I need his representation next game. Team- <laughs> Got um, another sleeper game, uh, another doozer. Uh, Giants 1-7 at the Washington football team, 2-5. and Washington is favored in this game at um,
0: a field goal. I mean, I would hope the Giants can win. I need them to get at least two wins because that's – I don't see the Jets winning two games. The Giants are right behind us, too. You see where I'm going here? Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm looking ahead. I'm looking to the draft, eight, seven months from now. The Giants they they they're looking for a quarterback too because Daniel Jones is. He's not Eli Manning. I know they drafted him and took the coach's advice from Duke, saying that yeah he's. He kind of reminds me of Eli. Well, they're both boring and yes, zero personality, but. Besides that, there's no similarities. Eli was at least decent. Daniel Jones is leading or close to leading the league again in turnovers. I
1: mean, uh-huh. at one point, Eli, let, let's give Daniel Jones a little bit of leeway. Eli was struggling with turnovers too at one point.
0: Yeah, but so- those two Super Bowls kind of, you know, you don't see that. You don't listen. You don't hear any, anything about that. They, the turnovers are drowned out by the rings. Daniel Jones can't drown that out because he's probably like 20 games below 500 in his career, and he might be backing up somebody next year. Probably Justin Fields if they get a good enough pick.
1: Um, I think Washington – I know you want the Giants to win. I think Washington pulls out this game. Uh, they had a – I I won't say it's a, a big win, but I guess it was a nice division win um, last week. They actually, the thing that worries, I think, the Giants, they should be worried about. Last week, Washington put up six sacks. Um, They're ranked second in the NFL when it comes to their defense, um, their defensive line. Top in sack rate. Daniel Jones is uh, four turnovers last two weeks. Maybe he got money on the games. He's trying to cover the spread type yeah. thing. Uh, I think it's going to be another bad week for Giants fans. I think Washington gets off They're three and five. They'll be battling to get that number one uh, seed for the division with Washington and Eagles. They'll be competing. Um, so they got something to still play for.
0: I think the Giants pulled this one out. They, pulled, they beat the, the Redskins already this year. I don't know if Haskins was starting that game, but he shouldn't be allowed on the field for that team again. That's just my opinion. He's, he's been put in a tough pos- position, but what can you say? This is the NFL. But I think Daniel Jones, they, they almost pulled it out last week against Tampa Bay. So maybe they'll carry that momentum against Washington, who's I think we can both agree not as good as Tampa Bay and get that second win. I think because Washington's been playing good as a late with that game,
1: and their defense still has been. Your defense really hasn't been um, that much of a problem this year. Uh, it's been more sort of offense and putting them in bad positions. I'm not saying they're an elite defense, but their defense is pretty good with a Daniel Jones who likes to give the ball to the other team. I just can't see them pulling this one out. Um, Washington's getting healthier. I don't trust Daniel Jones. He reminds me so much of Eli Manning. So he said the Super Bowls wipe away how basic and average Eli Manning really was. He's not great. Anywho, Raiders, Chargers, Raiders are four and three, Chargers two and five. I remember at one point people were talking about the Raiders being a, a team that he makes some noise and John Gruen knows what he's doing. Four and three now. How do you see this game panning out? And by the way, the Chargers are favored at negative one, one point right now. With a Justin Herbert who has been balling all year, but they are another team. They are like Atlanta. They lose leads consistently. They should maybe be three or four
0: wins right now if they kept kept leads. But how do you see this one panning out? maybe they just should start playing from behind. That's the, the best advice I could give them because getting off to a good start doesn't always pan out for them. Usually that, that works for teams. You know, you want to get the lead first before anything, but for the Chargers, they just it's rough. It's been a rough year for them. They do have their quarterback of the future. That's the one solid thing that they have going for them. But these blown leads kind of demoralizing, but I, I like the Chargers this week. I, I don't see the, the Raiders as much of a, a threat as some people might might think. John Gruden, he's got a 10-year deal, so he he's kind of, he's sitting pretty right now, but that team, I don't like him. I don't like, them. I don't like the, the Raiders, whether they're L.A., Oakland, Las Vegas, they could be... <laughs> Philly the Philly Raiders it doesn't matter they're, they're not that good they're overrated they got a they got a couple of lucky wins like against the Chiefs it doesn't matter Justin Herbert's gonna light them on fire this week I would even bump that spread up to maybe minus four minus five because I think they'll, they'll win by more than a touchdown knock on wood because you know leads do get blown yeah, Raiders gave up uh what was it, 45 points to Tampa
1: Bay. So then they gave up only six to Baker, Baker Mayfield and the Browns, but I I would be safe to say that Justin Herbert and the Chargers are more explosive and more consistent than Baker Mayfield. They're closer, closer to the Tampa Bay offense. So I see 25 30 points put up on the board this week for uh Chargers minimum. Next game, we got Miami 4-3, uh, and three, Arizona 5-2, and two, the battle of the under-six-foot quarterbacks. Arizona's favored at five points. I think Arizona pulls this game out. I don't like how Tua looked last week, me personally. Uh, their defense has been playing really good in a game like this where Arizona is going to put up points. More than likely with the Murray and Hopkins. I don't think Tua got enough. I don't even think they should have started, him. in my opinion. You messed with that chemistry. That Fitzpatrick was on a roll. I still will say I think you should have kept Fitzpatrick in there. I see Arizona definitely covering their spread winning this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, but this this goes along the lines for, like, many teams that have a young player that they drafted pretty high. Like, you want them to start playing. You want them to get that game experience because it's been – a while since two has played live it's been like a year because he got hurt there was no preseason he's been backing up Fitzpatrick for half the year so it's kind of time for him to to show what he can do but like you said I, I don't see them as much of a threat to the Cardinals this week that spread seems a little low and that's probably only because the Dolphins defense has been playing well and I like the Cardinals minus four and a half, six and a half. It doesn't matter. Two is not getting into any shootouts anytime soon. This is not Alabama. This is not the SEC. This is the NFL. You gotta you gotta step it up a little bit. So Kyler Murray's been looking really good this year. Look at, look at Chase Edmonds this week, too. If you have a chance to pick him up, anybody in fantasy. I do think Chase Edmonds will have a, a huge week this week and D-Hop too. I mean, that's, that's almost a given. Like he's, he's a monster out there. Kyler's going to just throw it up to him. He'll probably catch it and probably is more like 80, 20. Yeah. You throw it up to him. No.
1: Game, we have two of the most historic franchises with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cowboys. Seven and no are the Steelers. The Cowboys somehow had two wins. Um, Pittsburgh is favored 13 and a half, Dagner two touchdowns. Uh, I think they win by 21. Um, I don't have much to really break down on this game. Pittsburgh wins the game by 21 i say they even go as far as second half, maybe the end of the third quarter, they sit down their starters just to be healthy. Um, I think that'd be the best thing, sit down Big Ben, Juju Smith-Schuster, let your backers get some play time, and they still win by 21.
0: Yeah, Like you said, there's not much to be said about this game. There's no – this game's not fun at all to watch, look at. It's going to be on TV, but hopefully – they get flexed out of it because the Cowboys, I don't even know who they're starting at quarterback this week.
1: Wait for it. For Gilbert,
0: Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush. Ooh. They got some cool names, but that's where it kind of – you lose me there. They're not fantasy worthy, and they're not NFL worthy oh. either. So, and Zeke popped up on the injury list with a hamstring, so – if he can't go, he not He hasn't looked good this year at all. And it, it could be the offensive line's been a little beat up this year, more than, than usual. They lost a couple of key guys. But, yeah, he hasn't looked that good. And for a, all the money, all that he's, money he's getting
1: paid. It, he's, he's had, I think, uncharacteristically we could say, he's fumbled before, but I, I think he had three or four fumbles this year. He's in the top – for running backs with fumbles this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something that they need to do for this game, they need to have EMS ready. They need to have a stretcher ready because the Pittsburgh Steelers um, will blitz. This is Blitzburg. They will blitz a lot. They lead the league in sacks. They might, Cowboys might need both quarterbacks that's possibly start. Garrett Gilbert, he's going to start maybe. And Cooper Rush, will play because how Pittsburgh defense is with Russian and Mr. Watt over there, I think one or two of the quarterbacks will be injured. We might see a kicker come in, have to play quarterback. Maybe Amari Cooper could play better at quarterback. We might see something along those lines, um, which that's another thing. Amari Cooper, they paid that man that money. They're going to have to make some changes this offseason. They are tied up in a lot of money. I feel bad for Cowboys fans. Uh, next game we have. Saints and Bucks, which I'm pretty sure you would probably consider the game of the week. Um, Saints are at five and two. Bucks are six and two. Tampa is favored at five points this, uh, this game. They already met this season. If I recall correctly, the Saints were able to pull out that first one. Everybody was kind of panicking and, oh, is Tom Brady and Tampa the right fit? They've been playing well, and they look like they're hitting a the groove, and Tampa is actually the favorite now in Tampa. How you see this one panning
0: out? Yeah, this is a game of two two guys who are just collecting checks to put in their retirement fund. It's it's pretty it's pretty obvious what they're doing. And <laughs> NFL wise, I like the Bucks, but this is one of the the better games of the week. Probably the one game worth watching this week. So. Drew Brees is getting a couple weapons back. He's getting Emmanuel Sanders back, Michael Thomas, hopefully, knock on wood. You know, hopefully he doesn't knock anybody out or, you know, run a stop sign or a red light. Only third. I don't know. He's he's losing it this year. And that if you look at their cap situation for next year, they might move on from Michael Thomas and a lot of guys because this is probably their last shot at a, a Super Bowl run there's just no money on that team and Tampa Bay they're 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 starting to make a little little bit of a run towards you know jumping up the list on contenders for a Super Bowl this year so I think Tampa Bay they got Tom Brady they might have Chris Godwin back this week which would be a plus they're getting AB which we'll see what type of AB we get but I do believe that Tampa Bay is the the better team here. And they're, they'll start to stretch in the, the division from the Saints.
1: I think Tampa wins. I think it'll be a closer game um, with possibly Michael Thomas coming back. As you mentioned, um, Alvin Kamara still is a problem of beast no matter what. So, and they're in the, in the division. They always play each other tough. Even when Jameis Winston was there, they played each other tough. So I see this being a closer game. Um, I think maybe Tampa is able to pull it out by a touchdown, so they'll cover the spread, but I got Tampa um, winning this one. And the most important game of the week, the most important game for so many reasons, we have the Pats at 2-5 going against the 0-8 Jets, New England somehow is favored by seven points in this. I don't think it's that simple. New England has not played well, specifically in regards of Cam Newton. Yes, they was at a close game last week, but their offense has been pretty much abysmal this year. I know you're going to pick New England to win, but do you really believe that New England will win? Uh,
0: it's tough. Just because one, you don't know if Sam's gonna play or not. He's a little banged up, and honestly, for his health and his future NFL career, he would he should probably sit this one out. Just because there, <laughs> he's taken a lot of shots, and that's main. That's the main reason he's been hurt. But I mean, this could be a get right game for Cam. He's going against a defense that just got. Shredded by the Chiefs, and you know people getting piggyback rides off the field, doing the Dougie, the swag surf on them. I don't know. It's, it it would be demoralizing if I wasn't rooting for the Jets to lose the games. But I like the Patriots this week. I don't. I hope I never have to say that again. I <laughs> but I like the Patriots to win against us this week it shouldn't I don't know if it'll be close it's an offense with play calling from Adam Gase who probably wouldn't do well coaching high school football at this point He might he might work in Pee Wee, where you know some of his creativity might work because they don't know they don't know any better but in the NFL Uh. he's shown little adjustment he's i hate him it's it's such a strong word but i hate i hate him i I don't want i hate seeing him on the sideline i hate him wearing jets green i hate him saying what he says after the games because it makes no sense yeah i just had to rant for a second because i don't get a chance to say i hate him enough but maybe this this will be the last straw. Maybe this is going into the bye week. Maybe if we lose by enough, they just fire him, and that's that. I don't have to talk about Adam Gase anymore. I don't have to see his face. I don't I hope I never see him in person because I will give him an earful. Cause he's he's made it very hard to watch these games these last couple of years. And yeah, it's a Monday night game. It's at 8:15. If people wanted to know, if you didn't want to know, then just do something else. Play charades, Uno, do something else with your family because it'll probably end up being a better story to tell the next day than watching the Jets play. Um, it's true. The, the, the
1: Jets defense is gutted, but. Who Cam has to throw to? Cam doesn't have any weapons. We mentioned Kansas City going off. That's a whole Tariq Hill, Le'Veon Bell, um, the other running back. I think it's like, and it's Pat Mahomes. I don't think Cam Newton is in the same conversation anymore of a Pat Mahomes. Maybe he never was. I actually see the Jets pulling this one out. I see the Jets winning this one. I can see a little conspiracy here. I can see
0: Bill Belichick trying to you know, mess up the Jets. And- see, if this was around the horn, I would have muted you by now because I don't need to hear your negativity that you're bringing. It's it's not good.
1: I think the Jets pulled this one out. Um, you guys are starting to get some weapons back. I like Mims. He didn't really get any play you know any uh targets in the second half but when that's your one target it's kind of easy Kansas City's like all right we'll just shut down Mims we're good he had a pretty good first half two catches 46 yards we'll just shut him down um so I think just because Cam doesn't have any options their offense has been abysmal I think this is a type of game where you see it be uh 17 to 13 type of game jets pull it out i see the jets
0: pulling it out that's the end of week nine i'll probably be the only person watching the game on monday and i'll be watching it for different reasons to make sure that we don't mess this up there's been times where we could have tanked and we end up winning a game that we shouldn't this feels like it could be one of those games and I'm going to be on at the TV if we do win. It feels like one
1: of those games, and I think it's going to happen. I think Adam Gates pulls it out this week, and he has a great game. They win it. He tells y'all to go eat a you-know-what after the game because he pulled it out. He told y'all he could do it.
0: He did. I mean, he said it every week, and we're still waiting on a victory. But hopefully – Hey, if he keeps saying it, usually it leads to a loss. So he's still saying it. So I'm anticipating another loss. It's an execution problem. Y'all not executing. He has the, the right game
1: plan. It's just the players aren't executing. And even if y'all do lose, you know, as a Jets fan, typically your ownership, they don't fire in between the seasons. So I think you guys are stuck together. You guys are still married. You cannot annul the marriage as of yet. You have to go to the divorce court. and It's going to be a nasty divorce. That's how I see it going. Adam Gates will throw all of your players under the bus. He has messed up Sam Darnold. Yeah, I will probably draft a quarterback. Sam probably will be on our podcast with us next season. So look out for that. We'll have an addition, Sam Darnold, former Jets quarterback. But anything you want to say before we get out of here?
0: Let's see. Maybe Adam Gates should start playing Madden. Because I know on Madden, you can at least switch playbooks to different teams' playbooks. So maybe he should, you know, he should play a couple games with maybe the Chiefs playbook, steal some of their play calls. Maybe that works because I don't even know if Madden should be allowed to put his playbook on on Madden because I don't I don't see any team winning with his play calling. It's just not gonna work. Bench mob,
1: another great episode. Make sure y'all stay safe out there. COVID is they're saying another uh, spike is supposed to be coming. Uh, shout out to everybody that voted. Shout out to all of our sponsors, our listeners, um, everybody from Anchor, Apple, Spotify. We have listeners in South Africa. Shout out to y'all. I don't know how y'all heard about it, but shout out to y'all. You know the vibes. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. my we out. Peace. Peace.